Welcome to the Tech Report Podcast, where we help businesses survive, thrive, and create value. Well, welcome everybody to the Tech Report, the podcast that is all about helping businesses survive, thrive, and create value, especially in our trying environment today. And I'm your host, Brad Stoller. Well, you know, we talked about coronavirus in almost every episode in the past few months. We've talked about how to file for PPE loans. We've answered questions on how to handle filing for loan forgiveness that's <laughs> is coming up really soon. And basically, just how businesses can survive. Well, now we're moving into a new direction. I'm pretty excited about that. So some businesses, you know, actually they've done very well through this pandemic, while others really are just trying to do anything they can to survive. And it's really at no fault of their own. So how are businesses going to be changing going forward? So I wish I had all those answers, but one thing seems to be certain, and that is businesses are being forced to become more efficient, and that includes trimming their workforces and even top managers. So today's guest knows all about helping businesses cut on expenses while providing financial guidance. And our guest today is Patricia Tatro. Her resume is like a who's who listing of name brands as either an assistant controller or controller. Uh, she is a CPA and has become what is referred to as a fractional CFO. And she works mainly with startups and small businesses who need a CFO, but maybe they aren't to the level where they can afford one just yet. So Patricia, welcome to the Tech Report. Well, thank you very much, Brad. I appreciate the invitation. I love that what you're doing to help your listeners out, and hopefully um, I can provide a few nuggets uh, for them as well. <laughs> that sounds great. So, well, Patricia, tell us a little bit about your background. I mean, what led you to become a fractional CFO? Right. Well, um, I started my, I call it the first half of my career um, with the, <laughs> the larger corporations, Fortune 500, even Fortune 50, like GE. Um, great experiences, wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, and then while I was working at GE, a friend of mine who had been in accounting for years, um, she changed, her, her name's Robin, and Robin changed and went into recruiting and placement. And her circle of associates um, included people that placed accounting professionals in these interim roles. And I, I was just fascinated by it. And I didn't make any immediate changes. Um, it just kind of right. stayed in my mind. And then over the next many years, I talked to different people for various reasons who were doing startup companies or even other professionals who had started doing, um, they didn't really say fractional work as much then, but that's what it was. Um, they were working either for multiple companies or doing interim assignments um, or projects. And then about five years ago, I moved to Minneapolis and it was time to try to do it finally, like, you know, do what I'd always thought of. So when I first got here, um, I worked individually with two separate startup businesses. And then about two years ago, um, I met Jillian Middlemark, founder of ResolveWorks. And right. she and I just hit it off great. Her business, she, I was really impressed with what she had built at ResolveWorks. We shared um, so many common goals of what the kinds of industries and companies and people we like to work with, what we like to do. And um, so uh, I started, um, I started working with her. I started um, placing, um, uh, she placed me with a couple of her clients. And then as I met other people, um, 
I worked, I brought in some clients to resolve works. And, and my main reason for doing that was because she has a team there. So all of a sudden, a smaller client might have access to many skill sets. So I could offer um, companies things I couldn't have done just on my own. And so um, love resolve works. I love what they're doing. And um, that's kind of how I got started doing these fractional roles. And I really um, enjoyed it. Well, you sound like you enjoyed it and, and just, just watching you. For those of you who are, who are actually watching this versus listening, um, you need to watch the video version because you can see the passion in your face and you like what you do. I, I'm sorry. You love what you do and it shows. So that's oh, great. You. So you're, it's hard to be successful if you don't really love what you do. And I get the feeling you do. So, um, well, so there's a lot of people who are really out there fractional CFO is not a new thing. It has been around for a little while, but there's still a lot of people I'm going to say are scratching their heads right now. <laughs> and, and they're going to ask, what exactly does a fractional CFO do? So Patricia, what role does a fractional CFO play within an organization? Yeah, I mean, and, and that varies by client and their needs because everyone's a little different. Um, there's some basic things, though, that you could expect if you bring those services in. You can expect someone to make sure your accounting affairs are in order, um, either work with your internal staff or bring in somebody to take care of day-to-day -day needs, um, make sure controls are in place, and be there um, to make sure cash is being managed. That is one of the main reasons businesses fail is um, poor cash planning. So somebody to kind of be right there, your right hand to get to know what you're doing, why you're doing it, and make sure your things are accurate. Um, to work with your other professional service providers, maybe your tax CPAs, which is different, I don't do taxes. Um, maybe work with your bankers or attorneys, um, brokers, different things that come up. Um, so you, what you do, not just someone who will take care of your books, and we will make sure that happens correctly, some of it ourselves and some of it other people on the team, but we're gonna make sure that we're working with all the people that care about your business to the extent you want us to, um, to plan for strategy, you know, to strategize um, and consider, you know, when you're in those decision-making moments or maybe you're doing a capital raise, um, just to be there, right? To help you get through those big, those big points in your business uh, and so, plan for the future. Exactly. So the, the big word in that, you know, we all know what CFO means, a fractional part of it. So you, that really means just what we all think it is. It is you have a budget, some of your time towards this organization, some of your time towards another organization. And the advantage of that, talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I think you're meaning why is it an advantage for a business to have um, somebody who works for multiple companies or why is it an advantage for me? Well, no, we, well, okay, let's face it. The business owners, they like you, but <laughs> they only care about you. What are you going to do for me? So why is it an right. advantage to have somebody that's, that's fractionally working for me versus if I were to hire you and maybe I couldn't afford you right. um, okay. to do full time? So that's kind Sorry, of what I was getting at. Well, I just wanted to clarify what you were asking. So, I mean, honestly, the advantage is typically uh, a business that's either trying to cut costs or it's a startup, whatever the situation is, when they're considering fractional, they're, they're considering um, the limits if they had tried to hire someone themselves. And so, in my opinion, what you're going to get for that is you're going to get the expertise of, you know, maybe somebody who you would typically have to bring on full-time. Um, somebody who has, you know, a wide range of um, companies they've worked with 
Um, again, when you're at like the ResolveWorks team, you're, you're kind of getting the experience of multiple people coming in um, because we can, you know, place accordingly. But if you were a business and you had X amount of dollars to spend and you needed to make sure that you had all these different things taken care of um, from your day-to-day -day needs to your planning um, and everything in between, you might have a tough time. If you tried to hire one person to take care of all of that, you would potentially be overpaying for the day-to-day -day items. Um, or you might be um, asking an individual to do something they're just not used to doing. And so what happens when, say, we come in, um, we bring in, you know, maybe one to three people, depending on the business, depending if you already have somebody who's doing a few things in the office. And we can, we can make sure all of that is done. And it's at a fraction of the cost, not to be play on words, but it really can be. <laughs> Right. you're not trying to hire multiple people or bring people to do in, to do things they're not trained to do. Gotcha. And those are all really good points. And um, which kind of leads me to my next question. And but we all know how some businesses are really struggling right now, but others really are going faster than ever. They're expanding like crazy. Okay. Um, so there's, it just seems like there's no middle ground on this. Either they're just expanding and going gangbusters or boy, they're really just trying to survive until things turn around and maybe they will, maybe they won't. We don't know yet. So right. the outsource fractional CFO is really, if people can take advantage of from what you just said, it seems to make a lot of sense, doesn't it? it not just in the price, but if I'm doing something for the first time, it's, I know it takes me probably three, four times longer to do it the first time than it does the second time. And then the third time is even shorter than that. So what you're saying is, you've got a team that um, you've done it a few times. Is, am I right on that? A few times, right. Once a or few twice. Times. <laughs> Once or twice. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Sounds good. So I know there are some detractors about outsourcing something so critical to a business's health, their financial operations. Sure. So really why should a business or business owner, I guess, consider outsourcing their CFO duties and what types of businesses really are great candidates for this? Right. Um, so first of all, every business owner has to do what they're comfortable with. If they don't, if they're not comfortable outsourcing someone, then they shouldn't, right? You have to, you have to do what feels right. But for those that want to explore that option, I think that they have to, um, I can only speak for myself and the people I work with closely. Um, I can tell you, we do function as that in-house staff. We do get to know the members of the team. We do work with them, with the founders, the dreamers, the decision makers, trying to understand what the situation is. And so from that standpoint, I think that they're not really sacrificing anything. There's only a gain here. There's only right. a gain that they might be able to bring in somebody with more experience, um, uh, you know, and, and somebody who, I don't know, can bring them um, a lower cost potentially and, or multiple people for a similar cost. So, you know, I think the, the pluses outweigh any concerns. And again, I can only speak for the kind of commitment I see, you know, from the other people I work with and that I believe I provide when I work with a company. Um, the kinds of businesses that can benefit from that, I mean, honestly, I would say, you know, until you're ready to bring in a full-time in-house uh, CFO and other accounting staff members until you are reached a size where that makes sense for you. Um, then I think that that's a candidate to look at this option. I mean, it, it just, it's just 
fiscally responsible to kind of consider that, I think. That is exactly so it makes a lot of sense. So I know you and I had talked earlier about this and, and you were very, very big on the planning process. Yes. And, and you mentioned that businesses really need to plan for the worst as part of a good financial plan. And me being an entrepreneur, I never really like to think of the worst case in there. I'm optimistic. Let's go. Right. But tell us what you meant by that. And why do you think it's so important for businesses in today's environment? to really have that worst case scenario planned out? So this is based on experiences I've had um, with a few different people. And I find that sometimes people kind of freeze. Um, the anxiety of the unknown can, can stop them from making um, choices. And I think it makes sense to play the what if game. Just go there even for just a minute and then say, what if this happens? What could I do? What might my options be? Um, I don't mean sit there in the negative and go, oh, it'll be awful. I mean, just long <laughs> enough, just for a minute to make sure, okay, if everything went wrong, do I have any options? Knowing that it's probably gonna land somewhere in between best and worst or hopefully better than best. But, but by doing that, I think that you sleep better at night. You kind of, that's when you get creative and you say, okay, what are my options for cash and um, what are my options for lower cost marketing or what, what can I do? And, and that's what I meant by that. Does, did I answer that? Oh, I think, I think so. And I, I actually, I thought it was, um, was a very good idea. Um, again, um, I've owned several businesses personally and sometimes um, us entrepreneurial types, we don't always like to think of the worst case. We just think, oh, there's opportunity, foot on the gas, and let's go. And right, sometimes never, it works, and sometimes you get burnt. Exactly. And I never mean stay in the negative. You also need to stay in the positive, and you need to look at, um, don't forget the dream you have. Don't forget what <laughs> exactly. you want to do, though, for sure. Exactly. Well, so this is so far, this is great. You know, great information for any business owner, or manager, or CEO. Um, as we're as everybody is trying to trim off as much as they can, uh, we don't know what that new normal is going to be, but I have a feeling efficiency is going to be part of it. So everyone is probably thinking right now, <laughs> and if they're not, they will after I ask. <laughs> but how do you get paid? So what's the typical arrangement for fractional CFOs? Well, it varies by client. Um, sometimes it's an hourly arrangement. Sometimes it's more of a fixed arrangement. We typically just, um, when someone contacts us, we spend one or two conversations getting to know their business, what their needs might be, um, and um, put together a proposal just of what we think we heard. Um, and then we can have a conversation about that and make sure that we're all in agreement and to move forward with that. Okay. So, so you're not going to tell me we charge X amount per hour or anything like that. It's really, it's, it's customized to every, every client. Well, yeah, it, it's customized because it depends on the skill set needed for the client that and makes who sense. the team needs to come in. Um, so it does vary, but there's no cost to have that conversation and to make that plan. So if that, if that helps a little bit, sorry. Okay. Sounds good. So, well, we've covered a lot in a little bit of time here. So, Patricia, what are we missing? So, what is still very critical, in your opinion, to business owners that we just haven't talked about yet? I think I, I would probably just address that, you know, we know it's crazy times. Um, we know that we've never seen a 20, anything like 2020 quite like it, at least. Um, 
but there will always be something, right? And I just say to all the people with who put everything they had into their businesses and they're scared now, they're anxious, don't forget that energy you had when you started from day one. Um, what did you have to do? You were creative. You, you looked at your options. You talked to friends and creditors, family members, and you, you pursued, you know, unique ways to market and whatever it took. Don't forget that energy. It might, you know, that's how that you get to the next phase in these times. And, um, and watch your cash, you know, don't manage cash just by looking at the bank statement, take some time and plan for, um, know what your cash burn is. It's so important that you know where you'll be in, you know, one month, six months, one year and, and beyond, but take the time and understand that so that you're not alarmed by the numbers you see in the bank or anything. Sounds like great advice to me. So, so somebody has some questions for you or just needs some guidance and you know, how do they reach out to you? And, and we need to make sure we, everybody understands where all do you resolve? Where do you guys service? I mean, is it all the entire country? Is it just the Minneapolis area or where all do you guys uh, nope. have clients? It, it is the entire country. Um, we, we started off in the twin cities area, but we have expanded and we have clients throughout the country. Um, most services are set up virtually these days. So that is just yep. no problem. That's why COVID did not harm our operations. We, we were already operating this way with our clients. Um, and then, you know, um, and so we can communicate obviously by phone, video, if there needs to be an on-site visit, that's fine too, whether it's local or, or out of state, it's no problem. Um, but yeah, we can, uh, we can talk to anyone in the country if, if they would like to get more information. Okay. Sounds terrific. And how do they reach out to you? You can call me directly. Um, my phone number is 612-440-9186. The ResolveWorks website is um, www.resolve-works.com. And um, you can also email me. It's ptatro at resolve-works.com. Okay, perfect. Well, once again, a special thanks to Patricia Tatro for taking the time out of her busy schedule today to really help us get a better perspective on a different way to keep your business financially healthy. So Patricia, thanks again for being with us today. Thank you so much, Brad. It was fun and uh, look forward to watching your other podcasts in the future.